and lack of racism as well. This episode is sponsored by Jacob's Mini Cheddars. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not really, but should someone do We're not sponsored by them. If they like to. Uh, I'm just going to send you a picture of some gammon that looks like a vagina. I like gammon. Do you like vagina? <laughs> yes. Well, today's your lucky day. <laughs> Not yet. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a flabby, flabby piece of gammon there. Vaginal gammon. Yeah. Well, we found the name of the episode. Vaginal gammon. Um, right, we'll start. We are waiting on Paul. Kind of. Um, I did say to just send a warning message before he joins so we can go, and now Paul at Royal Albert Dock or whatever. It's yeah, called. so so Paul, um, obviously he's in Liverpool, um, and he stumbled across them filming apparently, because obviously the set reports have come up on Twitter in the past like 10 minutes. He's going to try and see if he can get something um, worth showing us and, and join voice chat and then hopefully video chat but you won't see that because we don't do wait have we started now yeah kind of news that we're going to talk about quickly now is they are filming Doctor Who in Liverpool Paul is in Liverpool he's possibly going to get us something to show off later if it's interesting on video well, you'll get a video Shabo cast this week oh. and <laughs> Dan will have to faff about putting the video yeah, that, onto that'll the recording that'll be really thing. fun. This is why I don't record it. <laughs> well, it's my week off next week, so you've got to record. What? You're not coming to Shabokas no, next I'm week? joking. Oh, yeah, I, was I didn't know that was an option, but now I know that, the, that it's an option. I'm it, definitely it's not. not. Well, then we just—it will end because we'll all just leave and not. Come. No, it will just be you two calling, calling up and pretending that you're recording. <laughs> Probably. I've oh, got OBS on my computer. I'll be Dan and Paul, and Cam can be other Dan. <laughs> All you need is OBS. I don't Wait. know how to use it, but um, how has everyone's weeks been? I'm assuming we're still recording. Well, Cameron, welcome to episode 28. By the way. Yeah. Woo! So we were talking about uh, human nature, family of blood from series three. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that. That weird intro. How has everyone's weeks been? What yeah, are you doing? Good. Ari's currently making a sandwich. <laughs> I'm making cheese and crackers. Oh. <laughs> we here are a professional podcast. Let no one ever We've tell you otherwise. They are liars and slanderers if they say so. I am good. Uh, in answer to your question about if, uh, are we okay? Because I'm making my weevil mask. And yes. Shall I put some pictures on the screen in the edit? Yeah, go on. Alright. Boom! Look at them. I have to pretend that we can see them. Wow. That's amazing. Acting. They look, they look so nice. that it's got dash, though. You are? What's that, Cameron? Oh, it's... It's so weird that your weevil has a Hitler moustache, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't put that in that, the... That was a choice. <laughs> the <laughs> algorithm's <laughs> gonna pick that up. Well... Mm. The cats are now circling me because they know I've got cheese. Right, anyway. Cat are incredibly clean. But, yeah, Dan, how is your week? It's been a weird week. Um, not just, like, for me, but just some odd stuff's happened. We've had the, the Snyder Cut. 
has come out finally. I mean, it yeah. was already to it was already to go back in 2017, guys. I don't know what you mean. Um, yeah, I I've not watched it yet. I think you have, haven't you, Cameron? Yeah. Yeah, and Paul is going to watch it. No, he has watched it. Sorry. I have, um, yeah, yeah he has watched it now. I'm sure talking about it. Um, yeah, it's, it's better than the 2017 version, but then director's cuts normally are. Yeah. Um, the stories and stuff from Man of Steel carry over a lot better. The final battle scene l- looks better because it's not being shot and then color graded to look like a red fucking explosion. Yeah, who'd, who'd have thought a project yeah. gets millions of pounds thrown at it and it it turns out not as bad as the original. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. watch it. Um, yeah. I don't know when because it's about four hours long. Four hours, yeah. Is it four hours? Fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't even watched the first one yet, so... I do want to know what he would have cut for his theatrical version because they would have not allowed a theatrical four-length version of this. But, yeah. It's interesting. There's a scene where a woman, some Norwegian women, start singing after Aquaman leaves and one of them just starts sniffing his jumper. Hmm. That goes on for far too long. It's only about 30 seconds, but that's 30 seconds too long. That is too long. For, for... Just let Aquaman dive into the ocean. You don't need to be singing after him. Whilst Bruce Wayne looks on full on, and the other woman sniffs his jumper. Does Aquaman Ooh. die in it? Then? No. This is this is the opening bit where he's after what? he's been talking to Bruce Wayne and then bugger <laughs> off. I don't know any of these things, so I can't. I word. can barely remember the first film, the the original. Sorry. The best reading one. <clears throat> um. The first uh, hour of it dragged a bit, but what else what are you gonna this do? week? Um, shit, you know. Oh, is it Chris Chibnall's birthday today, or was it yesterday? Ow! Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we talk about that now, then. I'd like to talk about this because Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, just, just Doctor fans can be like some of the best people in the world, but then they can also be some of the sickest fans. Yeah, I find that with a lot of fan communities I'm in, like Doctor Who and also um professional wrestling, there's a lot of elitism in wrestling fans. They're twats. Yeah, I reckon it's I reckon wrestling fans are like Doctor Who fans crossed with football fans. Yeah. <laughs> is that an accurate assessment? It, it is. It is um <laughs> there are some very horrible wrestling fans around. Um I'm just scrolling through the the so the BBC put a picture up on the Doctor Who account on Instagram. A picture of uh, of Chibbers, fish and chips, in the console room, and it's happy birthday to Chris Chibnall, birthday cake emoji. I'm like, I'm scrolling through the comments now, and I think they've managed to to get rid yeah, of the I, worst ones. I looked earlier, and they've deleted most of the. Um, but my God, the state of that comment section when it went out, um, you had people saying, um. Stuff like thank, happy birthday, thanks for ruining Doctor Who, and my my personal, the the one that thought this is absolutely terrible was the one that said happy birthday. I hope it's your last. Mm. This is, and I, I said this last week. TV show. <laughs> and I said I said this last week. We're we're talking about Doctor Who. We're not finding a cure for cancer. No. This is not something to get so passionate about, one way no. or the other. Because like. 
I don't know what you're trying to achieve. And to go on someone's post on their birthday and say something like that, like, thank God he probably couldn't see it. I'm assuming he doesn't engage with that stuff. Yeah. But, like, if it, imagine if it was his account or if he'd been tagged in it. That is that is cyberbullying, right? That's not me overthinking yeah, it. Yeah, that, that's harassment. Right. Yeah, And that's from people who, are, who claim to be fans of this show that teaches you to do to not do those things on a weekly basis. Yeah. The thing is, though, this sort of post happens on anything they put up, even if it's not to do with the current era. I saw stuff slagging Chibnall off on the Fury from the Deep announcement. Yeah. Yeah. Anything Doctor Who related, they just use as, like... Yeah. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Chibnall's era. No, me neither. I hate him as a person or want him to, like... Not, no, like, God no. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I, if anything, we're jealous of him. He's landed the best job in the world. Um, yeah. Like, you know, you can't... And, and if it, it's not for you, that's where it should end. You, you should think, ah, that was, like, this week's Doctor Who wasn't for me. That's where it ends. Mm. Unless you have, like, a sad podcast like us where we talk about it. That should be it. Exactly. You shouldn't then use all of the... You know, every fibre of your being to just hate it. I don't get it. If... One second. Cameron's just uh, occupied with things, but yeah, it's embarrassing. And I think we... I know, like, uh, I, I think it's safe for us to say now, uh, if you're listening back to this and you are the kind of people who don't enjoy the current era and make a point of it all the goddamn time, um, you're not welcome here. Oh. <laughs> we no. don't, we don't, like, I know our our uh, viewership and listener, uh, like, our audience in general is low. Should it so, ever, should oh. it ever rise, uh, we'd be very lucky, but yeah. if, if it's got those kind of people in it, we're not, we don't want that. Um, we don't want you listening. We really don't condone um. that kind of behaviour, because like I said, you put any other person in that situation, any other job, and it's, it's just completely fucked. Sort of goes against the current Doctor Who mission statement as well, because their branding is space for all. Like, mm. no matter what you are, who you are, what you do, you can enjoy Doctor Who. Yeah. But these people are taking this thing that a lot of people love and using it as a weapon <laughs> and not going yeah. with the ethos of this entire thing. Joe, you know, it's funny, and... daddy of mine, that you mention that, because <laughs> he, uh... Uh, the the kind of people you see commenting stuff like that and like the ones that have that feel the show is attacking them in some way mostly people to the right let's agree uh, yeah don't sorry cunt. what what's funny is that they the, they're the ones that will com- go to the effort of commenting on a picture of him saying i hope you die effectively i hope this birthday is your last i hate your writing i hate you you've destroyed the show blah blah blah. yet they're the ones that are always calling people like us snowflakes Mm. yet all we do is just go "Ah, didn't like that moving on i just find it so ironic that yeah meant to be a show for everyone and they're not allowing that and also, like, if it's taken them till now to realise that they don't like the way the show's going, how have they ever enjoyed it? Like, ever? Because the show hasn't changed politically or with what it's trying to teach people to do. It's in the way it's done. No. It's just like, it just takes a few YouTubers or 
influencers or whatever to say, hey, look, this is a bit left. And everyone goes, no, it is. And it's like, it always has been. No, this is only doing the thing it's been doing for 57 years now. But now there's a woman leading it, and that woman solely is responsible for the demise. And I think I think it's like it's pretty obvious by demise in like viewership and stuff. They actually just mean they're less interested themselves. Yeah, like the show, the brand isn't it's suffering in any way. Yeah, the brand isn't I'd, suffering. Um, I'd say if anything, the brand has started regrowing um, because it sort of took a decline in merchandise and all of that stuff during Moffat's towards the end of Moffat. Yeah. Well, but viewership has gone up since the end of Capaldi. Yeah. But, but yeah. in terms of merchandise and stuff and figures and, you know, whatever, that's always been on... That's always been going downhill anyway because less kids are more... Like, so many kids are more interested in an iPad. Yeah, it's us adults. Well, so, adults. It's us. It's mainly adults and older teens who... Yeah. Younger adults and... Old, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's yeah. mainly adults into the, the figures and stuff. It's, and the it's just sad. I, I saw it this morning. And I thought I've got. To, we've got to bring this up. It's not yeah. normal behavior. It's like psychotic to. Yeah. <laughs> to go because just like I say, imagine it in any other any other person's page. I think like lockdown is heightening it as well. I think it's making people find something to focus on. Yeah. That they can like vent all their like rage on. Yeah, we are. Yeah, but, um, uh, should we start talking about the lighter topic of this Doctor Who story? Uh, yeah, happy birthday, Chris Chibnall. Belated birthday. And yeah. happy birthday, happy everyone. Birthday. Oh. Yeah. Um, we'll get straight into the main topic, then. Cameron, you say your thing. Ah, yes. Uh, how was everyone's thoughts going into this episode? Episodes? Sorry. <laughs> the two. Um... I remembered it being decent. I remembered it being a solid story, so I was just like, oh yeah. So I probably won't have my opinion changed at all. It will just be like watching a, an old sort of classic, in a way. Which I sort of then realised why it's a classic as as I was watching it, because it I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I, um... Series three as a whole for me is weird because I uh, I was keen on it, and now every time I revisit stuff from it, I just love it more and more. Mm. I don't know what it is, yeah. but because I, I I'm not, I don't feel the same about series two at all. If anything, the more I revisit series two, the less I like it. Yeah, and I can't quite put my finger on why that is. But series three and four, I was never the biggest fan of series three. Mm, I think I, I think people was... were very quick to shit on it. Well, I don't. It's. I think that they would. Russell was just really shit to Martha as a character. Yeah. Like, it was just a bit hard to watch how the Doctor was made to treat Martha as a human being. I think that, and I, I think, even though I adore her and she's great, I don't think Freema was the just. I don't think she was spot on for that role. No, she was a lot better in Torchwood than she yeah. was in Doctor. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. As a more um, adult, and, also in series four. and she, yeah, she's. I was just going to yeah, say she's good in the finale in series four. I just think, I don't know. But that's something she was always made to play second fiddle to Rose, yeah. so she wasn't given the opportunity to become mm. her own character. But Martha as a character, I, I think, is brilliant. And uh, the older mm. I get, and the more I revisit that series, the more I appreciate it compared to 
um, stuff like Clara. <laughs> and Martha gets the chance to shine a lot in this because obviously we don't have the Doctor as a whole thing in this this episode. Yeah, which I, so I, Martha I... is really the more taking charge, doing the things the Doctor would normally do. Yeah, I think that's where. I think that's like one of the the weak points for me of it is um, how much it dwells on Martha loving the Doctor. Yeah. To the point where she, she outright says like you have to go and fall in love with a human, and it wasn't me. And she's like, well. Yeah. But it's like, like one... at this point in the series, we've heard her say this quite a few times now. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It, that's something I noticed on this rewatch going into it was like she's a lot more whiny than I remember in this one she is yeah. but you know and that's, all why I faults, think that's what makes us human there doesn't seem to be a middle ground though with Martha in this story is she's either very whiny or like being the doctor surrogate like there's no middle bit where she's just human oh Paul's here oh, oh. I've never met you before. Hello. 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 I'm walking the bus off. You are? What is your report from the Royal Albert Dock? It's Jodie Whisker. It's filming there right now. Is she there? Woo! It's over there, by the way. Are you going to yeah. go and, like, eat her? Me and my girl going back to the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I knew you were going to say that. Get her to like say like you're watching the Shaboka <laughs> from two meters away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's just there going, "Yeah, listening <laughs> from like across the, the bay." I'll call you. Just get third one. But she pronounce she doesn't yeah. hear him right, so she pronounces it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I was really looking forward to these story because um when we first started we had a list of stories we wanted to cover and this was one that I said because I really enjoy it but there are the problems that you guys have pointed out that I noticed but I think there's that does like, that taint your enjoy enjoyment though no it, it doesn't it's just like yes it's there but I enjoy the story for more than that that's something yeah. I realized since doing this podcast is um like, we don't just come on here every week and say, you know, say what we think of it, and then someone say something and go, well, actually, you're right, it isn't as good as I think. Like, that's, <laughs> that's not what we're trying to do here. Um, we'll still feel exactly the same as it. It's sometimes, though, like, Dan will highlight a flaw, and I'll go, oh, that is pretty shit. But yeah. if you enjoy it, you enjoy it. Hmm. Um, I did really like the opening of Human Nature... Where we get that, like, in media res bit of them already having been attacked by the family and them running away. Oh, yeah. Which um, we I haven't think, seen. I think that works really well as a opening to sort of, like, solidify the fact that these are very bad people. What's the... If you... Um, is it uh, the empty child that starts off with that as well? Uh... Yes, him chasing after the. Uh, That's what it reminds me of. Is like it's just boom, you're in. Little yeah. bit of thing, and then credits, and then mm. it's like a bit of a time skip. Hmm. Um, and it works 
really well here because it's like we get this chameleon art thing that we've never heard from and it's like David Tennant's acting where it's like I never wanted to use this sort of thing helps establish that as something bad and by default the family as worse yeah yeah it's very it's very good at um, setting the, the stakes high um, and showing off the threat um, it's got very good music it this has one. only Martha knows is a a beautiful track yeah the mm-hmm. whole is that the theme which plays like throughout with David Tennant and... yeah that one that... yeah <laughs> that was that's very good uh, and they play it I so many different to ways it a lot. <laughs> what I've listened to it quite a bit yeah they played it so many different ways for so many different parts hmm. we were... also get uh, the Doctor Forever in this it's the uh, yes, sting on the next good. time bit at end of human nature that's also very good oh for the for yeah oh that's a good track there i love um sydney and verity great nice i love that, that. Is a lovely little touch where <laughs> my parents sydney and verity mm. i just that makes me smile every time um i've got one hmm uh, that because you mentioned that scene, it reminded me. Did anyone think that that um, that that scene on the hill looked a little bit weird? What scene on the hill? So? Like the just the the background looked a, not like green screen, but it just looked okay. odd. What's what hill? Um, when, when he's talking about when he's his fixing when stuff. he's fixing the scarecrow, and he's talking to her about Sydney and Verity and stuff. It might just be right. me, but every time I've watched it, I've noticed that that background I, just I odd. did not notice anything. Right, it's probably just me then. Um, they may have had to do some CG work on the background just to make it, like, take Other. out a building or something. I don't know, but... Yeah. Although we've got huge budget at that point, they probably wouldn't have bothered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I would have loved one of the shots to just have, like, a massive, like, electricity pylon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When's it set, like... It is 13. in 1913. Yeah. Oh, 13. Yeah, November. The first World War. It is November 11th, 1913. So it's five years to the day before the end of World War One. Yeah. Mm. Um. Mm. Um. Uh, da, 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 I've got some weird notes, but oh yeah. Um. The shot where Martha, because obviously we don't see the TARDIS for quite a chunk of it. Um, yeah. The bit where she goes into the barn to see it, that, that shot is like an exact mirror of the one in School Reunion when Sarah Jane sees yeah. the TARDIS. Yeah. Like that yeah. pan around, it's like bob on. Like that. That was cool. Um, um, I quite like the bit at the school during the cadet meeting. Um, yeah, whether on the would. gun and Latimer's being Latimer. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just like. Oh, it seems weird that we would be attacking men with spears with a high-caliber machine gun. Yeah. And it's like, that is sort of like not... This sort of got highlighted early later on last year with all of the Black Lives Matter protests and stuff and how we're taught history is... We were taught at school that the British Army is good and right and just and honest and gentlemanly. Mm. But they do fire a machine gun at a spearman. 
Yeah. yeah. Because he could stab you with a very sharp papaya. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, I, um, I thought, oh, one bit that pissed me off is at the end when it, the doctor actually sort of like almost begs Matron to come travel with him and says like he'd actually like to try a relationship with her of some kind when Martha's been there just <laughs> like for him and he just completely forgets about oh, Martha because he basically he is such a dick to Martha well just in general it's quite really. a few people yeah yeah but yeah. I just thought because he literally talks about he wants to try something with her like a relationship and it's like I don't know. While she might yeah. be a bit whiny in some of the bits, like you fell in love with a human and it wasn't me, I do sort of feel sorry for Martha in this episode because like she has been there she's yeah. in love with this man and he just and ignores just her. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. sort of And then goes and tries to get another woman in. It's a thing for the whole series. It's like a metaphor for the whole series. Yeah. It's like that just happened. that's the whole yeah, it happens throughout. Um, I love the quote, what sort of a man is that, when, like, John Smith is sort of breaking down, like, not wanting to be the Doctor because he's sort of ashamed of who the Doctor is, that he didn't think of, like, that he'd fall in love or anything. Yeah. So, now, instead he started talking about the House Martins. Hmm. Um. Also, I love when Martha names all the bones in the hand. Yes, and Amazing. it's just like, oh, you read that in a book. How else are you meant to learn what the bones in your hand are called? Yeah, and um, Matron's just a bit, oh. Yeah. A bit racist. It's, yeah, hey. well, yeah. Well, yeah, just also doesn't time. even, but like she looks like she doesn't even know what all those bones were called herself. Yeah. Mm. Well, a school matron probably wouldn't. No. No, she's only trained trained for like... Small she, things. A, a wet paper towel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even then it was like that. <laughs> it's like, the illness she has seemed to cure in this episode is this one child's a bit ill, he's just missing his mother. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, you can cure, you can help someone with a cold by giving him like, a towel on the face or something, but you can't actually do anything properly. Um, One scene that's very like, good and quite shocking imagery is the scene where all the boys are like shooting down the scarecrows and crying and like it's mm. and it's got the choir boy music over the top and it's just cut them, like with tears streaking down their face as they mow down these people because they didn't yeah. know they weren't alive and yeah. the doctor doesn't shoot at all yeah that's a nice thing that's a nice detail that even yeah. as not the doctor he can't he bring can't himself to do it just because of the time war and what mm. happened. But then in like things like Seeds of Doom, he fucking breaks Scorby's neck mm. and stuff. But anyway, I just thought that was a nice scene. Um, I have a question for you. Who is in charge in the Family of Blood? Because there's bits where it's son of mine is in charge, then there's bits yeah. where it's father of mine or mother of mine. So which one of them is actually I in charge? I think it's mainly supposed to be son of mine. Because there is also a quote where they say, where Father of Mine is, says, careful, son of mine, this is for you, or something. Yeah. When they're in the hall and Martha has the gun pointed at him. Yeah, but that could also be, it's like, 
the parents trying to do this so their children can survive longer. Which I, I don't think has been a thing in Doctor Who yeah. before, or getting confused with something. But I think it. I think it's supposed to be like the son is the mad sort of person yeah. in charge, and he he's... is the one we see the most of. So yeah, that actor does such a good job. Oh, he's just chewing yeah. the scenery. He's brilliant. Harry yeah. Lloyd. He is a marvelous actor because um, he was in Game of Thrones, wasn't he? Yes, he was one of the Targaryens. Yeah. I haven't always been going with friends, I just know he was. He's also in the old Robin Hood TV show from BBC One. Oh. Um, he played the carpenter in Robin's gang in series one and two. And like because that came out around the same time as this, the difference between those two characters is brilliant for him to be filming them at the same time. Mm. Um He does get a bit annoying at some points. Herloid's character. Basically, just like his voice, because when he becomes, he I does don't... a slightly different cadence on his voice before and after his change. I think that's brilliant, though. I don't think it becomes. And when he's being Baines, his voice is a bit like high and a bit annoying on the ear. Yeah, and wussy. Yeah. Just like the bit and where he's getting the beer, and it's like, who, 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 who's there? Like, yeah. Oh no, I quite. Hey, like man, you just fired a gun for God's sake. He he didn't fire the gun though, because he would have done. He was an older student. He was in <laughs> yeah, charge of the cadet force. I don't know. I quite I just quite like the transition because mm. I also like how he's not the one who was in charge of the boys. He was like, yeah, mm. I don't know. Timothy Timber's great as well. Yes, that uh, is his name, isn't it? Timothy Timber. Timothy who? He was in the the little one Latimer, yeah. Thomas Latimer. Yeah. I Thomas saw. Uh, I remember seeing him in. Um, I saw him in. I think Maze Runner in the cinemas when that yeah. came out, and I was like, I know him from somewhere. And then about the dump three well. months later, realised who it was. He's yeah. in the dump, and he's also in Love Actually. Yeah, uh, he's also the voice of Ferb in Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Um... Which is a good reference for his role in Love Actually, because the person that Ferb has a romantic interest in is the one who he has a romantic interest in in Love Actually. Oh, the same actress? Yeah. Oh, that's quite cool. What? Um, along with, like, half the cast of Rocky Horror Show. <laughs> but, yeah, Thomas Latimer is one of those one-off characters who I've always wanted to return. Because, yeah. like, he's got that psychic field with the Doctor and, like, he could be a really good companion. The bit where they visit him at the end. Yes. That's a lovely little touch. Yeah. Um, sort of like a precursor to what came at the end of Russell's era, but... Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, what else have I got? and find something that we've not already discussed in my notes. <laughs> Dan, turn your camera on, man. Yeah, where the hell is my webcam? So I'm just uh, stretching pictures of um, father of mine. <laughs> mm. uh, Wait, have, have we got the names up on the thing of like father of mine and daughter of mine? No, I I was I was basing it off the the. Um, Oh my god, the perfect timeline of all five of us being here. And we weren't. 
<laughs> yeah, but there's only four family of blood. Yeah, no, I had, a, I had a surprise. Oh. We'll have to wait until never. Oh. Uh, surprise, two though. things that I've got written in my thing. The I know one of them's not the actual name of it, but like the love of a human and then fury of a time lord. So like we get those two scenes one after the other where it's the John Smith growing old with a family and everything, and it's like it's yeah. really nice and wholesome. And then the it's doctor montage, not yeah. killing them. Yeah, because he doesn't kill them. He just sets them in an eternity of hell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on these? Because the Fury... Well, that's almost selfish, isn't it? The setting them in... Because it's like, he does that because he doesn't want to have the guilt of killing them. So he'll just do something worse. They wanted to live forever, though. Oh, yeah, that is true. Well, he's giving them they what want... they want, but in a way that's worse. Yeah, than... it's like the uh, genie wishes you want. It's um. It gives you what you want, like... but not in the way you wanted it. Barusa, yeah. is it? Yeah, Barusa. Five doctors. It's yeah. like you want eternity. Yeah, you want eternity. And you now you're a living statue on my tomb. Um. So it's quite a good callback to that. Have any of you read the book this is based on? The Virgin New Adventures. No. Um, I've got the book, but I haven't read it. Oh, that's. Thought we could do a bit about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. I just don't bother reading the Virgin New Adventures stuff because there's so much like weird fucked up shit in them. Like in one of them, Ace gets raped, doesn't she, and stuff. Let's let's not let's not go there. No, the Virgin New Adventures I think could be like a separate topic episode yeah. one day because yeah. even though apparently it's like I think is it is it Lung Barrow? It's like impossible to get hold of. Yeah, I don't know if that's because it was just a limited run print or because of what Lung Barrow is. What happens in Lung Barrow again? Is that um, the one about the Doctor's past and stuff? Yes. And about the Looms other. and stuff. I, I think you can probably find like a rough PDF online, if I'm honest. Yeah, it's but, uh, basically the cart end of the Cartmore Master Plan. Yeah. And it's going out all guns blazing, let me tell you. Yeah. The Doctor's the other, isn't he? Yes. Well, a previous incarnation of the Doctor. Oh, from before Hartnell? Yeah. It basically was the Timeless Child. Chibnall yeah. just brought back the Cartmel Master Plan. But now everyone's saying, because it's Chibnall and because it's Jodie, that they don't like it. Even oh, no, people have been saying they don't like Longbarrow for a while as yeah, well. Yeah, no, Longbarrow's been... I think more joke... I think um, Longbarrow's been more... Often subject of a joke than uh, the timeless child has. Yeah. I think people just complain about the timeless child, and I think rightly so. But yeah, there's a copy of Lung Barrow on eBay for 180 quid at the moment. Hmm. Fuck off. Yeah, one of us should buy it and then take a picture of each page and send it to the rest of them. Yeah, and then sell it, and then sell it for even more, and then you've made you a know, profit, and you've you also made a sad runs. thing. Is there's this rare. Doctor Who paperback. Um, it's the the wheel in space, uh, but the paperback of that really rare. I I got it, but then because I like I got it from a mate who was getting rid of their Doctor Who stuff, and because but I just don't read, so my I think my mum just chucked it out because I don't read books and it's, it's worth fifty quid minimum. Profit on that? Yeah, I know. Um, 
<laughs> the family of blood spaceship I found in this just to get back on topic quickly. Um, oh, I found it looked a bit like the TARDIS if it was malformed. It did look it very yeah. coral-like and it had yeah. that kind of like texture to it. I yeah, yeah I agree. But I didn't like the guns because you couldn't hold them properly. You saw um, when actors were holding the guns, it's like they had to hold their wrist like pulled back to them so that it would face. Anyone. Yeah, that's part of the like early concept of it because they were meant to be like, and it sort of carries over only in the ship and the guns. Is they're meant to be living creatures and things. Yeah, and so the gun is meant to actually have something inside it, and you're actually just like squeezing its bum and it's shooting out acid. <laughs> That is the best way I can think of describing that. And I've got that written down in my notes in much better words. <laughs> yeah, they're making an alien worms bomb and it will shoot acid at you. Family of blood. Killing people this way for millennia. I'm trying to see if I've got any more notes. Mm. Um, I had just some weird things because I wrote... Shut it. up, stop talking, cease and desist, there's a good girl. Yeah. Yeah. I actually also, I also wrote that. <laughs> I've got it here. Yeah. Um, no oh, one. I thought it odd, I thought it was odd that like no one brings up the doctor's do spiky hair. Do you, what? Like every, you know how like smart the school is, and yeah. this dude's just rocking this oh, spiky yeah. hair. It's like no one mentions it. Perception filter, bruv. Yeah, true. Yeah. I actually own a fob watch with that design. Like a proper one, not the toy. The metal one that they yeah. released. Yeah. Uh, no, it's one that I got on Amazon for a lot cheaper because I need oh, a... Yeah, Although when he opens it, he can hear Roger Delgado, so... That is weird. That is that weird. That wasn't in the description page on Amazon. Yeah. But Roger not the proper one I'm showing it off now because it's a blackened metal, not silver. That's cool. It's also yeah, proper time Roman yeah. numerals. My dear Miss Grant. That's Roger. That's a good Roger Delgado there. Yeah. But it is lovely. Oh, I am the master. Yeah, it is. And you will obey me. Um, and this this is like one of those episodes that you can watch it on its own, but then it's got quite a bit of series arc in it as well. because yeah, It's got a bit of lore in it. Anything like in the chameleon arch and stuff. Yeah, the things introduced in this came into play at the end of the series with the Bob watching Chameleon art. Yeah, yeah. And then also in Fugitive, which is... Ten. Also, doesn't it say you are not alone in it as well? Uh, yes. I'm uh, in gridlock, but it also got repeated in this. Like, through the watch. And uh, that wouldn't have got repeated in the watch if it wasn't important. Yeah, the Doctor says to... Thomas Latimer, you're not alone. Keep me safe. At yeah. one point through the watch. Um, when Martha, one bit I remember is I just enjoyed when Martha was like, "Do you want some sardines and jam with that?" Just to like make sure that gravy and mutton that, tea as well. Yeah, that that she was yeah. eating. It was clever but funny. Um, should we discuss briefly the sequels that came out during lockdown? If you remember them or know what them. Um <laughs> <coughs> So during the Doctor Who lockdown event organized by Emily Cook, uh this they got was Daughter of Mine, didn't they? Huh? They got Daughter of Mine back, didn't they? Uh yeah, uh they were commissioned three short stories for this written by Paul Cornwall. 
Cornell. 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 Um, and they tie in to both the story, like the TV episode, and the book. Um, back in my notes. They're called The Shadow Passes, Shadow of Doubt, and The Shadow in the Mirror. And one of them has Bernice Summerfield talking to daughter of mine in this ancient mirror they found in a wreckage somewhere. Um, another one is about the Doctor, Graham, Yaz, and Ryan being stuck somewhere during a sandstorm. No, a death moon, sorry, on this planet, and then the Doctor, like, having mercy. And another one is uh, the Doctor releasing Daughter of Mine from the mirror. Mm. Uh, the Bernice Summerfield one and the release of Daughter of Mine were narrated and put on the Doctor Who Lockdown YouTube page, and the other one was released as part of the Doctor Who Lockdown book, and it's a bit naff, that one. Mm. But it's... Didn't Bernice Summerfield... Isn't that, like, a big finish thing? Yeah. Yeah, Bernice uh, Summerfield, yeah. She was a Virgin New Adventures because she's the companion for the original novel. And then she and... got her own series. Yeah, big finish of just run with her. Oh yeah, because there's like a doctor for that, the Unbound Doctor, is he called? Yes. Um, uh, that's a name? whole can of worms. He, that's also where Mark Gattis's doc, not Doctor Master, comes into it all as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. that one. Crazy, crazy stuff. Um, I always do this. Like my notes are mainly just like that looks weird, but the shot of the piano hitting the ground in slow motion. Yeah, Just yeah. So weird. It looked so grainy. It looked like it was from like an eighties, like TV commercial for "Don't Run in the Streets." There might be a piano. Yeah, it, it just a looked bit. like one of those. It looked like it was going to freeze frame and then be like, "Stop and think." <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, but I do like that bit with the ball and the yeah, brick on the plank yeah, of wood and knows what's going to happen. String. His dot senses. Yeah, his spider sense. Yeah. Sorry, Spidey Sense. Is it Spidey Sense? Yeah, yeah it Spidey right. Sense, but I was saying Doctor Sense. To be funny. <laughs> Shit, I've always said Spider Sense. No, <laughs> Spidey Sense. I'll never think of it the same way again. Right, so I've got some trivia. Hate it. Um, interesting one. This is the first Doctor Who episode in 42 years to have a woman as a standard producer, so not an executive producer, just they are were the producer for this episode. Shit. So that would have been since Verity Lambert, then? Yes. Fuck. Um, 17 years ago today, Chris Freckson was announced as the Ninth Doctor. Yeah. Okay, no. Sorry, I just saw that on Facebook, thought it was interesting. Oh, phew. It's Spidey Sense and Spider Sense that's used interchangeably. <laughs> Fuck oh, me, phew. I was about to have a breakdown. Um, make a mockery of yourself. Most right. of this episode was rewritten... Most of the story was rewritten by Russell T. Davies as well. I think that well, was he like... Did that for most of his tenure, though, didn't he? Really? Yeah, I think that's where, like, the series arc bits come in. So, like, porn corn... <laughs> <laughs> he said it... Yeah. I can't Tom say his name properly for some reason. Uh, he would have written, like, the main story bits and then Russell would have come in and put in, like, the character bits that were needed. Yeah. Um, talking of polls... Talking of porn. Uh, somewhere in Liverpool, I'm guessing. Yeah, I, I got that bit. Didn't think he'd left the... 
Yeah, even though he is a plastic scouser. Yeah, uh, this is yeah, the first love, love current of an explicitly racist comment in New Who aimed at a companion. Fuck, yeah. yeah, the, the, um, yeah, it's the with hands like those, how do you know yeah. what's clean and what isn't. Yeah. And also, oh. especially one not thing, someone of your colour bits. One thing that, yeah, I don't know, it just felt uncomfortable. Yeah. Hmm. Good. I don't think nothing was done about it. Although I, I suppose nothing. She can't. She's, she she's got to. She's got to get keep her head down and keep him yeah. safe. You know. Yeah. It was just a bit difficult. <laughs> to... Master um, Jones destroys racism, but also loses the Doctor to the family of blood. Yeah. <laughs> the BBC logo doesn't appear at the start of this episode like it normally would. Oh. So normally in the cold open, there's the BBC logo and the bottom of the screen yeah. in the middle it doesn't appear in human nature it's not appear at all no it doesn't it's appear until even, the not even when they Wales logo in the end credits that's weird yeah um they disowned the story <laughs> <laughs> it had sev human nature had 7.74 million views and family of blood had 7.21 million so more people cared about wow. the opening than the ending people got to that cliffhanger and went meh yeah. Nah. I'm I don't not really want to see where this goes. Um, <laughs> it's my head cannon. The show ends here. <laughs> a lot of this was filmed at St. Fagin's near Cardiff, which is a open-air historical living museum thing. A bit like Beamish in the northeast of England and wherever they film Peaky Blinders in the black country. Um, which I've been to. It's a very nice place. I want... My, I got shouted at by an old woman at a bus stop in Cardiff because I mispronounced it. I called it St. Fagan's and this woman just went, It's St. Fagan's! And then just continued on down the street. <laughs> Weird woman. Strange. But a nice place. Um, lots of historical buildings and stuff. Um, this is the first time in the revival as well that they have shown classic doctors. I was just going to say, is this the first time it's like basically com yeah. confirmed on screen that Paul McGann's the Eighth Doctor? Yeah, um, they also like they've mentioned like there being previous Doctors in like school reunion where it's like he said he regenerated half a dozen times since they last met. Yeah, but this is where they actually show them yeah. in the drawings and things. Because I've heard people say like Eleventh Hour is when you first see Paul McGann. It's like no, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure yeah. there's a, a drawing of him in this. Yeah, um, I've they just... don't show all of the Doctors in the story, but on the no. Doctor Who website afterwards, they did release the character drawings for all of them, including yeah. David Tennant. Journey Ooh. of Impossible Things, is that called? Journal. Journal. Of course, why would it be Journey? <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen... <laughs> the rock band. It <laughs> says, when she listens to the Doctor's hearts, to John Smith's hearts, to check there's only one, she puts the stethoscope on backwards. I noticed that. <laughs> I noticed that before I read the trivia. Do you think they yeah. realised that in like the edit and were like, damn it. <laughs> uh, probably. Um, the Scarecrows wore, were added because Russell T Davies wanted a traditional monster, which is a like, traditional scary monster, and it worked. They were bloody terrifying when I was seven, would that have been? Yeah. Um... Da, da, da. A There's so much trivia bit. this week. 
Huh? There's so much trivia this week. <laughs> because it's two episodes. Yeah. We had this problem as well when we did uh, Ascension of the Cybermen Timeless Children. Um, I think we just argued for most of that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Rocky Davies was quoted as saying around the time this episode came out that he believed the two-parter was too dark for the show's audience. It was quite well, dark. Yeah. It's, like, like it they're sort of on... with the chameleon arch on going like, ah! And screaming. Just like also the themes of the episode, it touches on like war and death and things Ray- like that. Racism. The impending war. Although racism is... Europe and... Bit on um, to be shown on TV. Uh, Thomas Latimer's line of "Yes, sir." Every time when called a coward towards the final battle with the Scarecrows. Oh yeah, Doctor. is a reference to the Ninth Doctor's coward yeah. any day line from the Parting of Ways because yeah. they deliberately wrote his character as a bit Doctorish. Yeah, I noticed that. I'd like it to like almost. There could be a thing that he could be a chameleon arched doctor <laughs> from another incarnation. That would be quite What cool. he turned into a child and went, nah, human now. <laughs> well, or it could turn out that the timeless child from when they were still sort of child, like went and chameleon arched themselves. And then every time, and every time they regenerated, the chameleon arch would reset and that's when it got to Ruth, maybe. You know. That could work. It I mean, works. literally, you can come up with any theory for Tyler yeah, and the Child. I'm actually yeah, totally can. fine if they don't explain any of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, people I, just go, where's I, Ruth fit? And they just go, don't matter. I don't actually, <laughs> yeah. I quite like when they leave things open-ended. Especially the Master, because that's the point of him. Yeah. I like, got all, of all of his appearances in the classic era are like, supposed to be just, how did he survive that? I got annoyed, I got annoyed when Missy, um, when they killed Missy, because like they sort of made it almost as yeah. if that's once and for all. I know At they least when they did it on screen. Yeah, I'd rather have just like they either made it not explicit that that would have killed her permanently. But then or... again, Duan shows up, and that's like. It's just like yeah, the original he's, run. He's it's like, boom, he's back. Don't question why, he just is. He's a previous incarnation, though. Is it confirmed? Well, it's made sort of mostly obvious. There you go. That, I mean, that's the that's the point, I'd argue, of like yeah. the Master. He's always been in... Because isn't Delgado actually like the 12th incarnation? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah he's he's final incarnation fucked. of the first cycle, at least. Yeah, and yeah. then he steals bodies and, and shit. And then he turns into Peter, Peter Pratt. Then um, Jeffrey Beavers. Then Jeffrey Beavers. But they're meant to be... They're well, the no, same they're one. They're meant to be the same, but then actually in Big Finish, it turns out that they're supposed to be different, I think. I, I don't know. I might um, be wrong, but I heard that somewhere. And then he steals Anthony Ainley's body, and he keeps that for a while. Yeah. And then that, he gets given a new it. set of regenerations for the Time War. Hmm. And I then think... He dies and is resurrected. Well, he goes and becomes Yana, and then yeah. has one regeneration, and is then given another set when he leaves Gallifrey after the end of time. So he's on at least his third set of regenerations now. But also, that means loads would have come between him and Missy. That's the thing. It, it, 
Dewan could be from any one of these sets of incarnations. That's We've not I, seen yeah. every incarnation. Like, there is no definitive list of Master Regenerations. Dan, your camera's still off. Sorry, I'm trying to find the pit bit in the episode where the big white lorry drives past. Well, where um, the bus goes past. Apparently there's a, a, a large white modern articulated oh. lorry can be seen moving from right to left in the background <laughs> between the targets. That's quite funny. There's some yeah. funny stuff on IMDb. I like this one. Um... Just after Joan, Martha and Jenny see the flare in the sky, the Doctor, a.k.a. John Smith, tells them it's just a meteorite. However, the correct term is meteor. Meteorite is used once it has landed on the ground. <laughs> it sounds so nerdy. Yeah, they are. Um, the role of Phillips, who is, I think, the deputy head? He yeah, shot. he dies. Um, was offered to Nick Briggs, but he turned it down because he thought it was too small. What? Wait, yep. Nick, Nicholas Briggs, Dalek Nicholas Briggs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Brig finish. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's mostly everything I've got about this. Apart Sam. from the note on the in the sequels bit, where it's, I just thought it was strange that whenever they're doing something now with like the modern merchandise that ties into something before, it's always the thirteenth who solves the problem of a previous Doctor. What? Um, so like in the um Shadow in the Mirror, they mm. say that all of the doctors had visited like even the one who said he was the last doctor, but it's the thirteenth who goes and shows mercy because they're the current doctor, so they have to be the nicest one there. And I just find it a bit strange that it's always like the 13th at the moment it's always the 13th doctor solving the problems of past and future incarnations yeah yeah when really it should have been capaldi if anyone because he was the first in the new set yeah but that's just my thoughts on the current expanded media mm. there you go i found a picture of the uh the there's actually like two big vehicles yeah that's funny um, There's a train in the background. Oh no, it's not a train. It's lake. Oh yeah, that's there's, the river. There's the articulated lorry. Yes, oh, and the uh, those threatening targets of sandbags with buckets and pointed sticks. Yes, very threatening. We must guard them full force. No quarter. <laughs> school schoolboys are shown firing. A point three oh three Vickers machine gun, which had a oh, range of 4,500 yeah. yards. An outdoor firing range would always have a slope of earth or sand behind the targets to stop dead, bu dead all bullets fired down the range. Not only is there no such slope behind the targets, but we can see they're firing down into a valley full of buildings. <laughs> <laughs> well within the four and a half kilometre range of the gun, jeopardising the lives of the villagers. And I'm thinking no, of Minecraft villagers. Nice. This is the thing where that is actual army protocol, not the protocol of a school cadet force in 1913. <laughs> That's oh, true. You'll like this, Cameron. Tubular metal scaffolding of the kind that the doctor dislodges with a thrown cricket ball in order to save the woman and child from a falling piano was not in widespread use in the UK until the 1930s. Before that, wooden scaffolding poles were employed, lashing together slash into position with 
rope or something similar. Now, now it's ruined. I can't shit. watch it ever again. Who actually wrote this stuff? I don't know. Like, who noticed this? Dickhead. Yeah. But nine people found it interesting. Yeah. Oh, Paul's close. Uh, Paul is close, so... Um, anybody got any other thoughts about this before we move on to... Other news. News. Um, I've been Live watching news. Sapphire and Steel recently. And, um... It just made me... Because Russell's tenure focused a lot on, like, shadows being, like, the bad. Like, Midnight was about... Like, the Midnight Entity was sort of the only feasible time that you're supposed to have seen it was when the guy says that he saw a shadow travelling across yeah. the landscape. Vashta Narada, shadows, even That's though... That's a Moffat creation, I know though. it's Moffat, but... He'd probably have been given like a premise by Russell for the tenure, yeah, but even yeah. then, it's just a lot focusing on shadows. But you can tell. But Sapphire and Steel, which I've been watching recently, like most of the episodes involve some form of shadow being the dark malevolent force at work. Mm. So you see, like how much new series who had been inspired by that, or at I least I think it's just like an easy villain to do if it's like a shadow you just create some it darkness had like been, your shadow. it had never been used yeah Doctor I mean, Who Clash, the entire main Clash. villain of that is called the shadow kind yeah they're but they're not shit. actually shadows they're a bit shit yeah they are terrible and they're not they actually get defeated by an led yeah but then there's also the thing about the shadows in this i think yeah it just... Are they shadows or are they just weird smoky boys? <laughs> what in Sapphire and Steel? Uh, no, Family of Blood's actual look. Uh, I don't know, but they're yeah, just... that's, that's the thing as well. What does the Family <gasps> of Blood look like when they're not in the form of? They don't have a form. I think is the point. They're just some form of consciousness. Yeah, like classic John Pertwee stories. <laughs> <laughs> so in the news this week. We've got... Wait, wait, we've got to do... Is this face by George Michael? <laughs> that is a news theme for this week. Uh, <laughs> wait, you, uh, I beg you delete that from the final thing. No, nah, now, you you've, now you've, now you've asked delete to delete it. it. You know what I'm not going to do? Delete it. So, this week, there was the news that the Funko Pop mobile game that Pinko is Fop. like a bejeweled blitz thing now has the bejeweled. new incarnations of the doctors in it for mm -hmm. anyone who gives a shit about that i didn't even know it existed before i, I keep getting facebook ads for it with characters from the office which is a show i've never seen and i don't care about funko pops mm. office is good well most of it is it's the american office oh, but... victorious yeah, that's, that's of extinction lp huh? uh that's yeah you can now pre-order the Echoes of Extinction LP from Big Finish. Uh, there is the other news as well, that the Zygons might be returning for oh, yes. the next series. Because, and this is the thing, someone on Twitter's friend saw a box in a car with the Zygon logo one from the Zygon Invasion, Zygon Inversion. It was slightly changed. The thumb was shorter. There is a box in a car, therefore the Zygons <laughs> are returning. Yeah, but um, it, it did have the logo. 
Yeah. Uh, it could just literally be the Doctor Who department spraying the logo on things because they're bored. Yeah. Paul's just sent um, a picture of he he can see the TARDIS. Yes. Which is very exciting. Um, and of course, Doctor Who is currently filming in Liverpool in the Albert Dock, which was spoiled slightly by John Bishop's. Is that Instagram or I, Facebook? I, I don't know. It's one of those. Yeah. And also the 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 e- Lonely Assassins mobile game came out this week. It came out on Friday. It currently costs three ninety nine, which is a very good price. Mm. I know none of the others have played it. Have you? No, not at all. Fair enough. This is down to me then. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a very good game for the price that you get. Um, Weeping Angels of are actually scary in this. Yep. And it does... Oh, oh. there's so fuck up. Paul, oh. hello. How are you, good man? Hello, man. Are you there? Oh. Hello? Where's Dan? Why can be with me? What? No, Dan's muted his microphone, so we don't know if he's actually... Still here. What's He's there? missing the. D- oh, look, there's a TARDIS. Can you see Jody? Nah. nah. With the TARDIS scout. Yeah. Did he just say Paul's been a scout? <laughs> In the third person. <laughs> wow. Well, as we were saying, Alex Kingston. Oh, wait, he's back. We can't hear you, Paul. Um, yeah, whilst we're waiting for Paul to get closer, uh, Lonely Assassins Always game. Um, Weeping Angels are properly scary in it, and it's a yeah. fun little game. It's worth the price. It's got a very good theme composition for it. Yeah. Who, um, who did the theme? Was it Sagan? Or? Uh, no. One of the others posted it the other day. Mm. Um. God, we talk a lot of bollocks in this chat. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's a relatively short game, but it's got loads of Easter eggs in. Yeah. And like, the references aren't just for the main show. Like, no. it's got Rani and Clyde mentioned in it. And so like the spin-off stuff as well. Yeah. yeah. Um Rani is said to have at one point um interviewed Arthur Williams who said his parents got touched yeah. by an angel and sent back in time. His parents? Yeah. So isn't Arthur Williams Rory's dad? It's also what they named their adopted son. Uh that happened. I don't um, know. It's got... That's not in the series, is it? It was deleted from the series, so it's only storyboarded. Ah. But it was included as an extra on the DVD. Uh, the theme was composed by Richard Williamson, I think it said. Richard Wilson. Mm. I don't know who that is. Yeah, he does a lot of the extended media bits. Ah. 
Oh, did he do that uh, Jodie Whittaker like sort of series announcement with the the sort of orange space bit with the rocks and the Doctor Who logo? I think for it. he might have done. Um, yeah. yeah, what other Easter eggs are? Uh, um, Alex Kingston, the Ruby Curse, is a uh, signed book plate edition hardback is coming out at Waterstones. Ooh, I've already ordered that, but um, yeah. What I don't know. Oh, there's also a like side quest in Lonely Assassins where you have to find the Doctor. Yeah, like, because you're given uh, Lawrence Nightingale's phone, mm. and you're having to go through it, and there's a photo of an angel on it, so he's taking over the phone slowly, and you delete it and stuff. Yeah, but you basically look for the Doctor throughout history, and apparently Lawrence was as well. And so you find them at the Louvre in, during the Van Gogh exhibition. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a photo of Matt Smith dangling from the TARDIS from <laughs> Day of the Doctor. Yeah. Um, and there's also him on the cover of Bleak House, which is set during the Crimea. Ooh. And it is like, oh, what would the Doctor be doing in the Crimean War? And that is meant to be rumoured that it's going to be in the Crimea during the... It also references... The game references Time Fracture, mm. which is the immersive experience for the Time Lord um, Victorious that hasn't opened hasn't yet. Yeah, yeah, because of so COVID. No, they weren't planning on COVID. No. It's like, yeah, we'll mention this, and people have seen it, and they go, ooh! And it's like, nah. Um, but this does confirm that unit is closed down, but unofficially still running as a unit. As Ah, uh, so like, as a... Undercover covert. Yeah, so they're a more now underground organization, but they still seem to have all of the resources and everything. Yeah. Um, Where is Dan and Paul? Paul's just sent a picture, which I'm sure Dan will put on at some point. Yeah. But, yes, fun little game. Ah, Paul. Bonjour. The Return to Wester Drumlins is handled well and good. And it's also fun to see characters that we didn't get to see a lot of. Sally yeah. Sparrow isn't actually in the game, but she's mentioned right. quite a bit. But it's because she's a famous actress now. Yeah, but we do actually have the guy who played Lawrence returning in you know, quite main role. Because it's his phone. Yeah. Paul! Um, and now we're just watching Paul's... Your volume's not on. Jolly round. Also, wait, has the image frozen for you as well? Has Paul's yeah. image frozen? Yeah. But if he's on his data, it's probably janky as fuck. Paul, your image is frozen and your volume is off. Also, where the fuck is Dan as well? Probably having a shit. Nice. It's very... Pr- oh, well, Paul's gone again. Um, this is going very well. Yeah, so there's not much left to do at the moment, apart from a randomizer for episode 29... Do you have the randomizer, or is nah, that that's done at Dan's end? Well, we're gonna have to stall until yeah. <laughs> Dan. That, that should be fun. Edit this bit out because it's worthless. Because you said earlier that you don't feed them fishy cat food. It's Dan back. <laughs> Dan, where the fuck did you go? I literally heard him giggle, and now he's gone. <laughs> Are you there? Sorry, I'm back. <laughs> Yeah. Where the fuck did you go? Got a phone call from there. 
Oh, from the girlfriend. From the woman. <laughs> ah, it's fine. We were just stalling. You may have to cut a lot of that out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to have fun listening back to that. No. I do at one point say, cut from here. I saw Paul join, but I didn't have any sound, so... Well, no, uh, he sound. It was he joined, showed her the bit of the dock side, he froze and then left. What was your conversation about? Mm. Oh, what? I said, what, I said, what was your conversation about? And you just went, mm. How's Emma? Thanks, so, uh, Emma. Emma. Emma's fine. I'm, I didn't I'm get her name right, right? You in trouble? No, we're just, no, we're just figuring out when, uh, when to book. You're going out, to get married? I'm... Yeah, sure, <laughs> let's go with that. It's way more interesting. <laughs> what, yeah, but now, she we're having, we're having a baby and we're naming it Cameron. Hey, oh. why the fuck <laughs> not now? Uh, yeah, does, does she listen to this? Uh, no. She can. Oh, damn it. I think she subscribed on Spotify. <laughs> uh, we're on Spotify? Spotify? Yeah, we're on everything, bro. We're on. Um... You get money. Did you get money from Spotify? No, no well, we're not monetized. We don't. <laughs> People do. We don't. <laughs> All right, we're the sort of it. You can go on the screen. Right. Shall we finally do this episode randomizer? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's do the randomizer, chaps. Your chat McDougs. Uh, so the screen at the moment says time in the Rani. I don't know why because. Oh no! Yeah, last episode we did get that, but we did human nature because that was the other option. So shall I hit the thing? Do it five times. Five times. Christ. Okay. The God Complex. Uh, the Runaway Bride. No. Uh, it's a Christmas special, one. anyway. The Invasion of Time. <laughs> I watched that recently. It's terrible. You watched all of them recently. Yeah. Uh, the Mark of the Rani, Cameron. Mark of the Rani. <laughs> it's good. And Victory of the Daleks. No, do, do another five. <laughs> That's not the point of the randomizer, Harry. <laughs> I don't care. Do another no, five. I, I say that we do that all the time. <laughs> if they're shit, we'll do more. Come on. Alright. One. The Hand of Fear. Ooh, I watched Two. That Planet of Fire. Three. Yeah. The Eaters of Light. Fuck no. <laughs> Four. Time Heist. That's brilliant. Uh, and five. Demons of the Punjab. I haven't watched that since it came out. Uh, it so out of those ten, there's got to be one you want to watch. I know there's one I want to watch. Hand of Fear, Time Heist, or... Park of the Rani. Punjab. Park of the Rani. Uh, Time Heist. Time Heist? Or Hand of Although Fear. I suddenly got this inexplicably Actually, weird no, feeling to do Mark of the Rani for some no, reason. Hand, hand I have no idea why Mark of the Rani... Why you would, you would think that that was even on the table, hand Mark of the Rani. We should do Hand of Fear because I got the season fourteen Blu-ray box set recently, and I haven't watched Hand of Fear on it yet. Let me check. I, my Brit box ran out, and I'm a cheapskate, so let me check if I've got it on DVD. You can log into my Brit box if you want. Oh my God, just put a ring on him at this point. <laughs> um, nah, 
Yeah, we could do Hand of Fear. I'd, I'd quite like to do Time Heist or Mark of Durrani. Well, then. So, Cameron, so, what did you say? Wait, what do? I've got an idea. Why don't we just pick another five and we can only pick from those five? Okay. You're doing that then, <laughs> right? Yeah. Boom. Mummy on the Orient Express. Hmm? I thought we'd done Mummy on the Orient Express. Oh, no, that no. was that was in my top five. That's why. Uh, Dark Water slash Death in Heaven. <laughs> no. The re oh, the return of Doctor Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fugitive of the Jadoon. Mm. And dinosaurs on a spaceship. All modern. Why are they all new series? No, another five. <laughs> Hang on a sec. Let me check the channel yeah. real quick. We haven't done a classic one since. Oh, we did Megalos. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do it, just do another five, and this will be the one. This will be the five. One? That we City of Death. <laughs> ah, that's what I <laughs> the 10th planet. Well, yes. Rise of the Cybermen, the Age of Steel. The Girl yes. Who Died, the Woman Who Lived. Oh, um, no. The Ark in Space. That's your 10th planet. What I'm going to do is I'm going to cut all of this that we've just spent, you know, the past 20 minutes choosing a different one. Let's, I'm just going to say, <laughs> what are we doing next week? And then one of you say the name of the episode, <laughs> and it'll be straightforward. So, what are we doing next week? Hmm, what about the 10th of planet? Not the 10th of planet. Look, that has been... Shabocast this week. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do so at the Shabocast. Shabocast, sorry. Um, that is the same on Instagram as well. Um, if you want to email us, because you just have to be on email these days, it is at Shabocast at gmail.com. Um, you can follow us all individually on Twitter if we link it below. If we need to sort Harry out something on that so people can stalk him. We are at Shabocast on Twitter and Instagram if you want to email us because you just have to simply be on email these days it is shabocast at gmail.com and you'd never know if you email us you too could end up on this show at some point like harry hello um what the fuck was that noise <laughs> yeah harry don't wave at the camera this is audio <laughs> <laughs>